0: Hello and a very happy welcome back to this podcast, an extension of my blog with the same name. As I meander down my very first long list of 2017, and I know I'm taking a long time, but I promise you that it's going to wrap up soon and we'll be moving to 2018. We come to my almost literary fiction adjacent subcategory. This is a list of books, also linked in the description, that have people with soaring imagination, filled with abstract ideas, I'm sure you get the picture. These are the books that span multiple accepted genres that are effectively used by the publishing industry. If you find any of them appealing, then you're in for a treat. An author I mentioned uh, in earlier episodes as well, Catherine Ryan Hyde, specializes in the oddest of primary protagonists. They're people you can take to your heart. Of her books, here I listed Ali and B. The two lead protagonists are kind of ordinary, the old woman who nobody would befriend and that girl in school branded as high and mighty. Through circumstances not completely of their own making, they end up on a road trip, which teaches them not only about the way their own minds work, but also that the world outside is not completely bad. Their short road trip counts as some big minutes in their lives and that ensures an excellent read. Famous for some of his other books, Mitch Albom also wrote this interesting book. The Magic Strings of Frankie Presto. The book doesn't start with the flourish, but builds on the emotion and the relationships. The book draws on the bonds between teachers and students and bands, musically inclined book that it is, that you forge during life. At Frankie's funeral, where the story begins, we see what people thought of him and all the individual reasons people have for coming there. The story then circles around back to the end at the funeral. Frankie is but a man and despite all his shortcomings, the book is worth picking up. Then we have a few books by Terry Pratchett. One of the first fantasy books I ever picked up. The first one I picked up was at the British Council Library which introduced me to the author and I have since read quite a few more. The ones I especially liked in 2017 were first The Monstrous Regiment of Discworld 31. This is a pretty entertaining Princess Mulan kind of storyline with the classic Discworld characters and the socio-political commentary thrown in. Then there is Thud, Discworld 34, which is also fun. There's trouble brewing between trolls and dwarves and the city watch is caught in between. Death makes one small entry but he comes with his trademark wit. There's also Good Omens written in collaboration with Neil Gaiman. Now it's a TV show, uh, which I haven't watched. It's about an angel from the good side befriending a fallen evil angel. Since I haven't seen the show, I cannot talk about the actual similarities between the book and the show, but the writing and the style of phrase in the book are awesome. For humorous fantasy, Terry Pratchett is an author to trust. Of course, so is Neil Gaiman. A book I chanced upon only because I was looking at advanced reviewer copies, was Beasts of Extraordinary Circumstances by Ruth Emmy Lang. My first initial thoughts were that the title was a misnomer, but by the time I was done with the book, I came to a final conclusion. The book doesn't just mention our lead protagonist as a beast, but that all the people who pop in and out of the story are also but beasts trapped in their circumstances. This realization and the ending just hit the right note. The story itself revolves around the significant moments around the life of one boy, later man, when as he transitions from the wolf boy to old man spider. It is a pretty well done book. Another popular book in my list is, uh, or was, Born a Crime by Trevor Noah. This book needs no introduction. I read it as a physical book, but I have been told by many many people that the audio version which Trevor Noah of the Daily Show fame narrated himself works better. It is fascinating to imagine a contemporary who grew up in such a different place and that apartheid that it still existed and the age that I was a child which was something that I never really realized till I read the book itself. It is definitely something to read about You feel something when you read about all the struggles that his mother went through to first have him and then raise him safely. Of course, there's the trademark wit and the humor laced in the narrative, which again, I'm sure, would come out better in the audio version. Then we have The Fifth Doll by Charlie N. Holmberg. I've read another series uh, by the author, Paper Magician series. This single book is of a whole different ilk. The story focuses on a seemingly ordinary town with simple day-to-day activities. The twists, therefore, were completely out of the blue. And I'd suggest reading it solely for the way the storyline altered itself. It is for those looking for an experimental read. Despite its sluggish beginnings, I recommend it. This is the fifth doll. To say nothing of the dog, how we found the bishop's bird stump at last by Connie Willis. Yes, this is the whole name. This book was ran, a random pickup at the library, reminiscent of Douglas Adams and Terry Pratchett. I imagine it would be great to be absurd on purpose and extremely hard. The story is sci-fi based in the future where historians use tri- time travel to study the past. Our hero has to therefore undo a change before repercussions become obvious. Mishaps, up and downs, even reminded me of P.G. Boardhouse as well somewhere in the middle of a series but i still enjoyed it don't you love finding such random pickings dance of the happy shades and other stories by alice munro i'm usually not a big fan of short stories they leave me adrift with no closure that is till i stumble upon this one i learned that it's not always that way not all stories struck a chord in the book somewhere too heavy while some were just right the author painted very evocative pictures with her words. The storyteller definitely succeeded in telling a good yarn. Some of them were obviously sadder than others, but on the whole, very well done. I didn't even know the author had won awards when I picked up the book. I learned all that later. Then we have uh, The Naturalist by Andrew Mayne. I don't know why I put it in this list, but since I did, I'm going to stick with it. It's the first in a series and it's about Theo Cray who develops a method to find patterns in his already existing research to find out how a serial killer worked. And it has to help him out of a pickle because he's a suspect. It's how his brain works and the fact that he does not entirely fit in with the society that he lives in that made this book interesting. It is fun to watch the way his mind worked and to watch how the episode unfolded. The later books were also very good in this series and they might show up in my later lists as well. Then we have Wonderstruck by Brian Selznick. Because I stumbled on a review in an old-time magazine, which then made me curious and I picked the book up. It targets children, but adults would enjoy it too. The two lead protagonists only cross paths towards the end of the book, while during the beginning, they're just parallelly processing their storyline. In 1972, Rose is fighting her usual life in in New Jersey, in Hoboken. She's deaf and most of her story is in images. In 1977, Ben Wilson has one working year and is struggling to come to terms with his loss. He sets off on many adventures and and the successful end which he craves. It had its own soft moments and heart-rending ones, but very different from the ones uh, historical fictions that I have otherwise picked up. The next book is Seasons of the Moon by Julian Arande. It is a French book translated into English, so I'm sure I'm mispronouncing the author's name. It is beautifully rewritten, since the language is like wild brush strokes that you can admire separately from the whole painting, that is the entire book. The story is simply of Paul Virtune starting from his birth to his death. There are no sudden twists. He has only a few adventures along the way. His fascination with the moon stays with him throughout the journey though. He's a good man and an easy one to root for. The human bonds, dreams and hopes are all well documented making it a very good read. It took me forever to write this down and then a few days to record it and I'm trying to practice better discipline. I hope you heard about some books that interest you today. Happy reading. Thanks for listening.